0: Hello and welcome to Sitcom Geeks. I'm James Carey. I'm Dave Cohen. And we have a very special guest for a very special episode. Our special guest is Peter C. Hayward. Hello, Peter.
1: G'day. How's it going?
0: And uh, you sound like you're in Australia, (laughs) Uh,
1: but you're not. I'm not. I'm very confusing. I live in Hollywood.
0: I can see the Hollywood sign
1: from my back door I discovered the other day. It was very exciting. Oh, that's
0: exciting. Um, (laughs) The listeners are thinking, uh, here's a Hollywood writer... um, very exciting <laughs> and they're, they're not wrong but uh, peter c hayward let me tell you listeners is the winner of the bcg pro competition he wrote a script called night crew uh, the pilot episode uh, the script is, it's about a um the crew of a of a of a spaceship and pilot it's called the pilot because it's the pilot not because it's about the pilot yeah. is that right yeah. It's both um, actually, by coincidence. Yeah. Uh, I thought that might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we we will talk about the script uh, in a moment, um, which we very much enjoyed. And I have to say, when I started to read it, my initial reaction was. Here, here is a very funny script. So we're we're off to a great start. So, but we will hopefully be constructive and uh, critical as well as just saying I love that bit. Uh, I've got all the Seinfeld DVDs and I listen to the commentaries sometimes, and then I just stopped because it's just Jerry and one other person just going, ha, ha, I love this bit. Ha, ha, this is funny. Ha, ha, I love this. And this is, they're completely lacking insight backstage. Anything and they're just giggling. Now, Peter,
2: you uh, your your emails come to us as uh, Bluebeard, and it's been uh, very gratifying for us to see uh, on here on Zoom actually that you do actually have a blue beard and blue hair to match. So uh, that's yeah. that's great. Um, in fact, I once is that to s- fit in
0: with the brand? Uh,
1: I I just like it. I've been doing it for ten years now. I started a company okay. and about five years ago, and I was like, I'll call it Bluebeard Entertainment. So everyone assumes that it's for the company, but it's the other way around, in fact.
2: Right. Okay. You don't do um, pirate uh, work, then? Uh, I, well, we make board games, and we have got a a right, big okay. uh,
1: pirate game that we made. But again, right. that's that's Ooh. not why. That's that's incidental yeah. to yeah. the. Uh... <laughs> Tell us what's the what's the board game? So I've made fifteen board games so far. Uh, wow! The, the one with pirates is called Scuttle. It's part of a series yeah. which has like there's a pirate game, there's a ninja game, there's a zombie game. We've got a Viking one coming out later. But yeah we make games all the time there's actually one on kickstarter right now here we go i'll
0: spruke a completely okay.
1: unrelated thing if you go to knightofthemummy.com, you can check out our kickstarter yeah. now live
0: okay excellent well Thanks that's great it's all it's all part of the you you won you won the competition you've got to get something out of it
1: plugging <laughs> plugging yeah.
0: your kickstarter yeah, my, my, my check still hasn't arrived yet i don't know if uh, it's oh, yes, to you why, oh, uh... <laughs> yeah 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 no we sent it to australia via uh, by, <laughs> by, by <laughs> surface mail um now, but um, uh,
2: I wanted to ask, because you, uh, as, as you told us, you were in L.A., but uh, in fact, you told me just before we started that you only moved there a week ago. Is this off the back of winning the Sitcom Geeks Script Challenge? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I thought, yeah,
1: now that I've won a British Comedy Award, I will go straight yeah. to Hollywood, which is the yeah. logical next place. Yeah. I was actually about yeah. to come visit uh, at the end of the month to, to come to Britain, but uh, obviously that has been cancelled. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah. so your move to L.A. is sort of quasi permanent. Is this a part of the plan to I mean, they say on the Script Notes podcast, it, it to some extent who's the thongs of whose sandals we are not worthy to untie. I mean, they say just move to L.A. Forget, if you can just move to L.A. Yeah, the, and I think the, there's something in that. Is that is that why you moved? It's 100 percent why I moved. It's not only why I moved. It's why I have a board game company. The
1: board game company was to get me into the U.S. Uh, so that I could start pursuing screenwriting opportunities here.
0: Ah, it, it's well, been a I, I hope maybe from the, uh, so, so if the State Department are listening, that this whole, well, this whole thing has been a beard, you know, it's been a <laughs> scandalous. A colour blue yeah. beard. Um, yeah. Of course, now we're all, uh, now we're all locked inside at time of recording, then board games are really coming into their own, aren't they? I mean, I've just started learning Carcassonne. Oh, uh, classic. Which, Such is, a game. Uh, which is, it's great. Yeah, no, we've, we haven't even started with the rivers yet. Um <laughs> Apparently, so, uh, that
2: was um, the um, Waterstones in Hampstead. Uh, there was a run on board games ahead of the lockdown, so yeah, uh, no, our, was, our, uh, our
1: numbers brilliant. went to like normal, normal, extremely high, and then everything shut and extremely low. So it's it's kind of right. you know oh, swings around about.
0: Okay, yeah. Oh goodness. Mm. So uh, we should uh, talk about your uh, your script called Night Crew, and um, it is uh, just to sort of give a well why don't you just yeah tell us, yeah i think uh,
2: peter should uh wait, let's let's get your uh start with your elevator pitch yes yeah, so and yeah. night
0: crew yeah.
1: is the story of the night crew of essentially it's a, a comedy version of star trek focusing on the night crew the, the other way i put it is it's it's as if the uss enterprise was run by muppets um it's just a very very light uh radio comedy about I didn't have an elevator pitch prepared. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> no, it's good.
1: You're doing well. Just a yeah. very light comedy about running the, the night crew. So during the day, there's 1,500 crew members. At night, there's four. And all they have to do is keep the ship running until morning starts. So they don't care if bits have fallen off. They don't care if there's, it's half on fire. All they need to do is keep alive until 6 a.m., at which point the day crew comes off and they can, they can abandon it.
0: Yeah.
1: And wash the dishes as well. And wash the dishes. Very important. That's a key part of, of night crew.
0: That's a good summary of it. And then, so we have uh, just, so it's great to have the person who wrote the script with us as well, because I'm sure whenever we summarize other people's scripts, they're shouting at the, shouting <laughs> at the 3 player, just going, no, I didn't, what is that? <laughs> oh, did I write that? You know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we have, so uh, this is, so the first episode is the arrival of First Office, Officer Samantha Sharp who is idealistic, ambitious, and stuck on the ship. There's a venerable old Captain Mansfield, who is the kind of avuncular, uh, wise, but easily distracted war veteran. The second officer is called Aston, who is 14 years old, clearly an utter genius, uh, timid didact, well-read, but new to life. There's a droid, uh, who is a 61-year-old murder bot uh, with a heart of gold. And that, that that robot does pretty much what you think, although obviously it's been reprogrammed a bit. There is a, a ship's computer artificial intelligence mother character uh, who now cares too deeply about the crew. And there is a guest appearance from a spider queen called Arakosh who is haughtily and easily incensed. Um, and so uh, hopefully uh, listeners can get hold of at least the first 10 pages of the script to, to get a sense of... Uh, uh, of what we're talking about and um uh so yeah so uh we could just sort of talk to the scenes but i'm not sure how terribly useful that is uh dave why don't you kick us off with a few sort of general comments
2: yeah I, um okay well the um first thing that um i'd say the for what, what what i liked though it was um very clear so as james mentioned we've got these four or five um six six characters total that's all we see or hear um and it's it's very clear it's a uh, um cl- you know cl- clarity is very hard to get that sort of clarity on a pilot script where you're introducing us to these uh six new characters and we have a uh, a premise and 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 the the premise is uh very clear within the opening sort of three or four pages here is a ship where everybody it, it, it's the night shift uh, mm. but here comes somebody who has entered uh who is the, the younger the, the the young ambitious uh, mm. uh a captain and obviously This is not. This is the opposite of what she wants. So we've got a we've got a character who's introduced very quickly, who is going to be at odds with everything else that's going on around. And by the end of page ten, she has already she sets something in tow, something that is has obviously never been done or tried before. And it's like, oh, it's it's a massive crisis for the ship they're heading into a spider universe they're going to get uh, destroyed everybody whoever goes in the spider universe gets destroyed um and so that's that
0: that's basically the
2: first 10 pages um yeah. with, with a few I other think, little yeah. flourishes
0: as well yeah to add on to that, I think what's what's good, and I'm afraid you just have to sit there and take these compliments, Peter, but I'm sure you don't mind too <laughs> it's much. It's a hard life, I'll um, tell you that. <laughs> well, we we read an awful lot of scripts whereby it was somebody's first day. And uh, quite often the person whose first day it is, is weirdly, it feels like the show's probably about them, but also this character doesn't seem to have anything to do and they spend their whole time reacting to the weirdos they're about to work with and at the same time it feels like nothing was really happening before this sort of person arrived but what it feels like we've got is we've we've created a world you've created a world where it feels like it's existed like this for several years and this sort of new person has walked into it and somehow you've managed to calibrate it so that it doesn't feel like this is not the the the, the um this is not the Samantha Sharp show is it this is a proper team show is that right it's not that that's very much the goal yeah it's it's a it's yeah it's an ensemble piece yeah absolutely so uh so i think you've done a really good job of just sort of easing her into the team um and what's particularly good uh, and i think this is people would do well if if they only read one you know if they only read two pages of the script reading the first two pages would be really helpful and i'll tell you why it's so good um there's a little bit of cheaty exposition at the top, but we'll, we'll give you that. Uh, if you could make it three lines rather than six, I'd, I'd probably wave it through. But what you've got is you've got Captain Mansfield, Innocent, uh, the, the murder bot, and Aston, who is basically a, 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 a young teenager, all playing 20 questions. And uh, I mean this in a good way. It kind of reminds me of Cabin Pressure, which is you know no bad thing to be compared to at all but what you've got is you've got unfamiliar characters in a slightly unfamiliar setting doing a very familiar thing and that's a really nice way of introducing us to this world we sort of have an enterprise red dwarf ship in our head um uh, you're presumably familiar with red dwarfs yes yes uh, peter yeah um but yeah you've got the kind of you know this is a spaceship um you know, enterprise Star Trek thing, we've got some characters. And now through the familiar game of 20 questions, we now learn a little bit about those characters. So I think in terms of, it it feels like a cold open, although you've got a nice little, um, a nice little callback to that at the end with the, captain the ship is not smaller than a toaster and the captain says spend enough time in deep space and you'll see some pretty big toasters it <laughs> is a it's a lovely joke in its own right and then to pay it off right at the very end with a wow that's an enormous toaster <laughs> i mean that's that's yeah that's pr- that's pretty good that's mm. pretty good i um, think so i would say that's a great that's a great opening first two pages of cold open established characters in a useful way the right number so thumbs up listeners download it read it that's how to do it
2: some of our listeners might say but Dave James you always say don't start the show with people talking about nothing uh, to which I'd nearly always say well as if if it's relevant to the actual the, the, the premise of the story then yes do it but what, yeah. uh, the, the, as James says the, the the point about it is uh, the fact that they're having this boring conversation that they have obviously had. Uh, a million times is yeah. is for totally pertinent to what we're watching, and to get that in the opening, we, yeah. we get that straight away. It tells us uh so much about the life on board, and that they're you know they're kind of happy with it by by the, the sound of it. I think.
0: Yeah, um, I think so. So in one sense, what they're doing is not it's not arbitrary. It's a familiar thing, but it gives you the impression that these people are slightly twiddling their thumbs. Um, they are you know they are the night watch, except the the undead are not about to come down uh, from the frozen <laughs> north and kill everyone it's the night watch who've been there for two hundred years uh, so I think that's um uh, I think that's a good uh, a good thing however so but i'm just going to move on to the second scene uh we're not going to grind through it scene by scene, but um, I feel I need to say something a bit bit critical now. Um, the next scene uh where Samantha arrives, so that's great. Uh, she uh she meets Aston who uh, is just to remind ryan uh, listeners uh Aston is the is the young second officer who's clearly too young and, and very and very green uh, so in that scene Samantha arrives but it's interesting that she jumps off she's full of pep and energy but actually her dialogue in that scene she she see she she says an awful lot of setup lines to some really good jokes but I wonder if if you when you if when you take another pass at this script, how could you make her slightly more on the <clears throat> on the front foot, especially given what she then goes on to do? So I think I think Sharp is a character is is of all the characters the one that just needs a little bit more thought. Um, and i will be interested in your comments on this uh, in a second, Peter. But so Samantha feels like she wants to progress and do well, um, but at the moment uh, in that scene she you know Aston does all the talking and that's that's fine but we've already met Aston yeah so you could probably make uh sharp a little bit well I mean sharper but um I'm not getting a sense of her from her dialogue other than what you've said in the stage directions which she she's mid-20s full of energy pep and vigor the listener's not gonna hear that and so when she really is reckless later on, by saying "I want something exciting to happen, let's head towards the um, Spider Queen," I'm thinking, "Whoa, what? She's oh, I don't think she's that kind of person, is she? Because um, so here's a little the philosophical question here is to me, she is to some extent the chaotic one within." the show, I think, who is going to do an awful lot of the... She's going to have a proper plot every week, I think, isn't she? That's the plan, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because she is, in one sense, almost the most human um, of the lot. But I sense that she is... She wants to progress and she is almost a, a believer in the system. And therefore, to do something as reckless as essentially take control and head off whilst 1,000 strong crew you know on her first day that feels to me like it's just slightly uh fighting each other uh dave is that fair and then peter what yeah did you say? Uh,
2: yes i mean uh obviously what i hear here uh peter yeah he's <laughs> yeah. sitting there in silence for, yeah. for a while but uh i think uh j- just my, my, my feeling with that uh plot is that it's it, uh it it feels like something that should um should 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 grow and should escalate uh but yeah. it kind of starts with such a kind of big in, in such a big way it is it is you know yeah i've taken control now and 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 kind of almost everything that comes even though it is a big story and 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 it's funny with the with the spider queen as well it sort yeah. of feels like it feels like we could <clears throat> sort of uh Head head a bit further, you know. I know what I'm doing. I'm, you know, she, she, we we could sort of build build her towards that moment, and then, and and then. The moment of recklessness when it does come would wouldn't quite have come out of nowhere. It would come more out of uh, a, a growing sense of irritation with, with Aston, I think. But um, let, let's well, let's hear what you have to say about about all that.
1: So I, I think you're absolutely right. Samantha's the character I've had the most trouble with. Like the, the captain and innocent mother all came into existence fully formed. Aston took a few drafts before he eventually became a fourteen year old kid, and that made him just from my end just completely work Whereas Sam like I, I know what her role is but I've never 100% gotten what her character is if that makes sense like I, I know what she needs to be for the show to work but I don't quite know how to make her that and and for a main character that's kind of a, a bad thing <laughs>
0: uh, uh yeah okay so um so oh, that's good I'm glad it's a it's a fair cop um on, on I mean, that. no,
1: you're, you're both completely wrong. The script is perfect. <laughs> How dare you?
0: <laughs> no, well done. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. So, what would, Dave, what would you suggest as a way forward for that? Because I think it's just, a, it's just a question of a little bit of recalibration. Because mm. I think there's, you know. I, 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 I uh,
2: and, and, I'm, and you, you may have thought of this anyway, but but I, I'm thinking the, there is this kind of uh, worship of, of Mansfield. You know and she she actually you know her it was her ambition to come onto the ship with this guy mansfield and so I think it would um her her kind of respect for him might be the thing that that that's that's kind of fighting against um the person that she is she is right. um and that might maybe the thing to do is to explore a little bit more of what it was about him that she wanted to come and 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 we'd we'd get a sense in the first episode of okay I'm I'm here with this guy um he's not quite what I thought he he would be um but you know this has been my ambition since I was a little girl uh and here I am and I am here to to you know sit at the sit, sit at his feet and learn from him, but yeah. actually
0: he I doesn't want to teach.
2: Yeah, he doesn't want to teach, and she's not learning what she thinks she wants to learn, and that yeah. might just add some complexity to her, and that might so, uh, and she might. Uh, uh, eventually you know she might work with the others to try and you know kind of get she might try and get on the side of the other character so that might be another kind of proactive thing that she would do is you know she tries to get uh Aston to 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 do Things for her. She might have a kind of, you know, uh, she, she does maybe have a permanent kind of fear of, of the murder bot. And I mean, there is a lot, there is quite a lot of that in the early um, <laughs> stages. It's, it's it's great. It's a lo- lovely, yeah. lovely idea. Um, we'll we'll talk about uh, AI um, briefly uh, in, in in a bit. But um, so I think just that's... just to address
1: this, uh, just to f- uh, ask a follow up question about the specific scene, like. It is an introduction scene and I just, Mm. I don't know how to make someone proactive in an introduction scene. Um, It's a, it's a weird one.
0: Yeah. I think um, uh, in a way, I think it's just giving her, giving her something to do. She wants to meet the captain. I mean, in a way she's joined, she's made this happen so that she can meet Mansfield. So in a way her thing is, Okay, so where's Captain Mansfield? Let, 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 let that and drive, a- though, yeah. Yeah, and Aston's just like, uh, well, so here is this and here is that. Great. And is, is <laughs> Captain Mansfield there? You know, it's like, great. It's like, so Captain Mansfield. Yeah, yeah, the other room and you're go- And you're going to take him to me now, are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And over here, it's just like, why, why are you not?
1: Yeah, she's got no know. conflict in the scene. She's just kind of happy to be there. She think She, sorry, needs, she yeah. needs to want something, yeah. Yeah, so and that, that's if a anything, point. she
0: could even be, If he, it could even be that... Um, that she's nervous to meet him. It's that kind of she's built up to this and now it's just like, Oh, crikey, what no, if I don't catch up? Yeah. And as and as Dave was saying earlier, I wonder if it's not just the fact that she respects him, that it's that she wants him to respect her. So it's when you it's when you do meet a hero uh through for whatever reason you know if if you're a cricketer and you you know cricket bad example but if you listen to um, a sitcom
1: podcast and you get invited to be on
0: (laughs) well but also you want that it's it's a it's a kick when somebody who does stuff that you like likes your thing yeah for sure you know if um trust me i know yeah yeah. Yeah, well it's but you so i think she's in that situation yeah no that's a really good call so for me jonathan lynn um who wrote yes prime minister is is like that's my favorite show of all time I've slightly put off trying to get him on the podcast because <laughs> I'm slightly frightened to meet him. But if I met him and he and he just said, oh, you, did you do that Bluestone show? Oh, that was great. I'd be just like, yes, he liked the thing. My hero liked my thing. Um, but actually I know that if I'd said, oh, I did a show called Bluestone 4-2, he'd be like, all right. <laughs> it's like, it's, it was on bbc3 he's never heard of it why would he heard yeah. of it he's a 70 year old guy and he used you know who produced hollywood movies as well you know what I mean? it's like so i think samantha's probably got a bit of that nervous yeah uh, yeah just the energy. the energy yeah and therefore the reason she takes a risk is that she's thinking i won't be able to impress him if there's nothing to do um, oh, this is
1: great yeah it's yeah. been a problem I've been struggling with for a long time. So to hear a solution that I'm like, oh yes, that would work. <laughs> yes. Is very nice to hear.
2: <laughs> Great. Well, there oh. you go. Interesting. Uh, I I took a look because I remembered I remembered the script when you sent it. I remembered that you sent us the first ten pages about a year earlier. And um, earlier today, I looked up um, the first ten pages that that you'd sent us, and I noticed that was uh, a couple of the things. Um, that were slightly different um and i like and i the, the, I actually liked the, the you added the captain uh speech at the beginning about i've seen you know that i've seen yeah. this in space and that and that the opening and i thought that's that actually did uh, that set up his character in the in the opening mm. line um with with some very nice jokes um but then also i did uh, i i noticed that um sharp had more questions to Aston. A Sharp was sort of leading um the scene a little bit more. Whereas this time around, um As- it's it, it's Aston's scene, really. Right. And so I think and we've we've I think we, we we've we'd already met Aston in the previous scene. So now scene two, here comes Yeah it's uh, it's gotta uh, be a sharp that's thing. the thing yeah, it's like you know what, what we do talk a lot about what what's the impression what's the first impression we get yeah. and and I think her you know watch the energy that she's bringing into that scene is finally I'm here I'm about to meet my hero this is the most yeah, yeah. Um, most no, fantastic day of my life oh here's little aston oh and i i already know that that's the name of the second officer Hmm, seems a bit younger it's it's almost so it's like she's you know she's kind she's of going powering scene, through yeah yeah, yeah. And, and she's slightly and she yeah
0: and then actually she is functionally a little bit of a coiled spring or i i don't know if the expression cat on a hot tin roof is the one to use this but so when it's like they go off to do their jobs and start a very important job could you go and do the washing up she's just like how can i show him who i am right and what i've got and <laughs> how can i win his respect through okay, you know through through drying drying up or washing up
2: do you um, know who i am <laughs> yeah well yes
0: yeah. um so that would be so i think that that to me does uh quite a lot of the that that if we kind of iron that out i think that takes that takes that 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 will swipe quite a few notes uh, away yeah yeah for sure um, uh dave did you have uh, what what's your next uh thought
2: then she comes into the next scene and the first thing she sees is the murder bot uh who um and and she wrestles it to the ground and you know that's a that's that's great that's a, it's a great scene there's a great you know mm. good good sort of slapstick and a lot of fun um I, I I'm slightly nervous about um scripts that have bots in them partly because um I had a thing I was doing about a year year and a half ago and, and it may just be the producer who uh, I talked to about it and he but he he's you know he's had a lot of stuff on and he was sort of he was a little bit kind of um nervous about i mean it I. It was an audience sitcom so that might have been why but yeah uh it, it, he basically Auntie, I mean, yeah uh, a, a thing i mean we 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 started with a with a machine and by the end of it it was basically a person with a with a sort of weird plastic thing on their arm so <laughs> um oh. it, so just because it had to be a human really to, to, i
0: think there are two mitigating ones for this though and then, actually, yeah. as you were saying that, I thought of a um, an extra bit of escalation. Um, the firstly, it's radio, so I think you can do whatever you like. And secondly, you know, uh, all of the sci-fi shows they sort of have a droid in them of some sort. I think it would be almost weird if you didn't have one. But I do. I but I I take the point that, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got Crichton in Red Dwarf, obviously, and Holly as well, and that must be a, yeah. So. Um, so, uh, so personally, I think that's okay, but I can see that that would be a problem in a regular TV thing. I've always imagined. Sorry,
1: uh, like, I was going oh, to uh, say this. No, uh, this was specifically written for radio. I Actually, listened to Cabin Pressure yeah. and was like, you can make you can make an audio sitcom, and immediately like sat down to write write this. So uh, it's always been intended for for radio, but I'm thinking of retooling it because in in Hollywood you need to have like little pilot specs to send out. So I am thinking of retooling as as an animated one. I I don't think it would ever work live action, but I could see it being animated potentially.
0: Okay. I I don't know. I think it could work live action, but in a way it's a spec script designed to get you work. Right, exactly. if If it doesn't do that, I would be quite surprised or at least it really should get you meetings. So she's met Mansfield, which is a bit of a big moment. And then she's made it even worse by effectively trying to tackle the murder bot and destroy it. And so maybe Mansfield's like, what are you doing? You know, and a little bit more indignant. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Um, and so there's a. So Sharp is just like, oh, so I've just met my hero. And I've now just. A- <laughs> it's just like, I've just met my hero and I've just attacked their dog. Yeah. This couldn't be any, how could this be worse? You know, it's that yeah, kind of fra- so, framing
1: it all as like her trying to impress Mansfield. Just it, like you said, it, it casts such a different tone over the rest of the show. It's great. Like now right. it's, it's, yeah. she's excited to meet him. She's trying to impress him by saving his life. She's tackled his best friend. Like it's, it's all, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah,
0: Great. So I think, so yeah, I think you can just, again, it's just a tweak uh, for that. So then we get to the kind of the, 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 the the, the plot sort of really proper start going. And I think my my only other big note really on this script is the fact that it's it's, it's runs about 36 pages, 36, 37. Um, yeah. I don't know what the word count.
1: I have no idea how to time uh, radio
0: scripts, so I just wrote it and sent yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you know, I think- Do you know so, the
2: word count roughly? Uh, I can
1: probably find it pretty easily. Give me a second. Five and a half thousand.
2: Words five and right. a
0: half. Okay, about, that seems that, not pages, about <laughs> normal. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I think in page count, it does seem a bit long. And a part of me just whenever I see a script that comes up as sort of 38, 39 pages, I know you've got two pages of intro. Uh, a little bit of me just slightly goes, Phew, um I'm so I'm already a little bit worried. And I think, uh, but I and I think maybe the length is okay. I, I just think that although it feels like it's 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 simmering and building i do still think it can get going a bit further a bit faster i think the fixing that sharp stuff will probably help that but then i was interested when dave says the the plot really gets going on page 10 when sharp says we're going to that planet um because so for the benefit of the listener you know they sharp is frustrated they're just washing the dishes and then there's sort of talk about um a planet nearby and sharp decides to do something but actually that's when the scene ends and she doesn't actually do anything and this is quite this is a thing that comes up quite a lot and i think i wrote a blog post about it uh a while back called when is a scene not a scene um and i think and this happens like there's like three or four scenes in a row where you sort of switch between the two places but actually it just feels like you're switching because it's like oh it's it's it feels like we've heard enough from them. We now want to get back to the others. And now it feels like we've heard enough from them. We want to get back to the others. And in a way, that's a good instinct that you think this scene should probably be wrapping up round about now. Um, and don't get me wrong, we've read a lot of very, very long scenes. But it feels to me like you each scene needs to kind of anticipate and set up the next scene in a way, but also have an event in its own right. So it feels like she should actually do the thing in the next scene at the end of that scene so she says so when she um so so she doesn't take control of the ship really properly uh for a little while Uh, that's about page um so page 14 sharp says let's turn the ship around computer change route take us to the planet uh computer so that's on page 14 it would be great if you could get there by page 11 10 or 11 and your your biggest problem is going to be the fact that you write funny dialogue yeah (laughs) and therefore you could have them talk for 40 pages and it will be funny but there's a point at which they just need to shut up and do stuff or at least do stuff and talk at the same time and so and i think that's the thing that really stuck out i think i also wrote Blog about this a while back. About what Mitchell and Webb most admired about Sam Bain and Jesse Armstrong is that they cut they obviously cut stuff that wasn't funny. That's that's easy. Um they cut stuff that was funny. Um, and cutting funny stuff is actually a nice problem to have, but it is still a problem to have. Um, so I just think if you can just get to Sharp's decision to actually take control of the ship it'll already feel a bit hotter if she's got that motivation, but I think you want to try and get there a bit sooner so that each, so, so in a scene, she goes from one situation and then makes it worse rather than goes from one situation and then says that she's going to make it worse. Right. Yeah. The, uh, do you see what I mean? I'm, I'm really, I'm
1: skimming through the script as we talk and, and a lot of the scenes end on setup, which I think is what you're talking about. Like, yeah, like, we're yeah. going to do this cut to the other people and then they come back and they're like, now let's do it. And you're saying, just, just, don't we don't we don't need all that build up to doing a thing they can just do the thing
0: i think so yeah and it may mean that you rather than go scene a scene b scene a scene b scene a scene b you just go scene a scene b scene a scene b gotcha. so it feels like you're cutting cutting between six but it feels like you're essentially you're splitting up story beats over two scenes yeah. and actually if anything have two beats in one scene yeah i absolutely see that but but so I think that would just give it a bit more pace. Otherwise, it's not going to grind to a hole. I, and these, as I say, this is a good script. So we're just trying to work out how to how to polish it up a bit. Just injecting that pace through the storytelling, I think, would just also. It's, it, it's a little bit
1: self-indulgent at the moment. Like, it's a bit like, and let me be funny at you for a little bit longer before we do anything. I
0: think there's, I, I, okay. I'm pleased that you've said that. <laughs> Uh, because I think that's yeah. If you know that you're doing it, then then you'll stop doing it. And in a way, you you need to also the because the initial mistake people make is that they tend to cling onto the jokes because they don't think they'll think of any others. Whereas the other temptation is, oh, I'm pretty good with jokes, so I'm just going to keep giving them to you because I know because I know they're good. Yeah. Um, and actually, you the, the the story is the chassis, you know, that does need to pull the whole thing along. Yeah, for sure.
2: And I think uh, for for me as well, I had a little bit of an issue with the with the point that James makes there. the very much the sort of uh, a plot, b plot, a plot, b plot. Um, I mean, I, I I like the literally b plot. So yes, for the benefit of the listener, it, there are
0: bees in at on loose, the loose
2: yeah but i thought what 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 i would would like to see uh is a bit more interaction uh between mansfield and sharp uh in the spider story before we get to uh the resolution of it which is a very nice uh resolution and uh it does uh it it works well but i i sort of feel like we could be kind of heading towards that i could almost feel like Mans, there might be a situation and by by mansfield's actually sort of almost you know everyone else is panicking uh and and, and this is kind of what happens when he comes in at the end and he he resolves that the 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 spider plot um but i'd like to see that uh, grow uh, a little bit more organically and i think maybe there's a kind of point in the b plot that he's not there but he's gone back so, and, and, and they have to hide, of,
1: hide the mistake kind of like that, that kind of scenario that's
2: that's a possible yeah i mean i'm oh, sure yeah. you can come up with a way um, uh, Oh. You know, Captain must not know, and he he sort of probably does know, you know, and he sort of almost knows that she's gonna do this as well, and uh, you know, there may even be like a throwaway line when the, the Spider Woman's saying, oh, you know, come and come and live with me, and he he sort of say oh no, you know, I've got this, they uh, have got this uh, too much to do, I've got this new bod to teach, and you know, uh, yeah, you know, but still, and uh, uh, maybe there's even a sort of little payoff at the end that actually he was sort of quite curious to see this Spider Woman again, and maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he almost he'd almost set her up to do that maybe. I mean that's just that's just a kind of possible. Yeah, so like, this, this uh, seems to be relating back to
1: that that one like again really good kind of core note of the the sharp mansfield relationship more, more needs to hinge on it all Like make that more the crux and yeah. point everything towards that.
0: I think so, yeah. And therefore maybe that would help with the resolution a bit cuz at the moment I it feels like the resolution's a little bit too easy in the sense of it's it, it it couldn't be worse for her so that's great for it's it's bad for her but with mansfield turning up he basically just sort of sorts it out and he kind of knows do you know what I mean and yeah, so yeah. I, it doesn't it doesn't really cost anyone anything uh in a way it feels like it's almost like a whole panel of switches is bleeping and bleeping and bleeping. And he just says, Oh, you just turn those off here. Click. Yeah. And it's, it's a cheap solution. And, and so I think so. I think it, 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 I think it's a nice, it feels satisfying enough at the, in the moment, but actually, again, if you just want to take it to the next level, you do need to know who who's had to pay the, you know, who does it cost yeah. something? What, do, what does either Mansfield or or Sharp or both
1: actually have to up, let yeah. go of? I'll, I'll tell you um, that I, I know for sure that my biggest weakness as a writer and as a game designer is I just want everyone to have everything all the time. I want to just be like, yes, all your problems solved. Yes, you don't have to pay anything; it's all free. So yeah, that, that's something I'm very aware of. It's a, it's a really good
0: note. Uh, that's well. It's good again to be to be aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. And actually, most I would say. A lot of our listeners who, if they read this script um, and our Patreon subscribers would just go, oh, yikes, I wish I could write stuff that funny. So that's great that you've got that. Plotting, you find hard. And I would say plotting is hard. And I think it may be because you find, perhaps, if I may, um, because you find joke writing easy, you think, I find plotting hard and therefore I'm not very good at it. You just say, no, I think you're not your normal heart, you know, plotting is normally hard. And some people do find that very easy. I think they are really are very rare indeed. And actually, over the 65, 67 scripts we read, Dave, I think it's fair to say, we read a lot of jokes and we read a lot of funny things and we read a lot of, you know, including stage directions. <laughs> there are one or two stage directions that really made me spit my <laughs> coffee out. I thought they were hilarious. Um, but people find storytelling really, really difficult. Um, and both revealing information making sure that a scene escalates and that kind of stuff but then finding a plot at the end and I have to say it's almost a two person job and when we were plotting Bluestone 4-2 Richard and I spent ages and ages and ages on the story and I think John Finnamore is the same who writes Cabin Pressure and famously John Cleese was like oh we spent half the time on the story so I think that's kind of normal really so I think you, I, th- I think it's just a question of slightly taking it to bits and just going, okay, what's the new resolution? Because you're going to ninja your way through jokes to get there. That's yeah. not, that's not going to be a problem. Um, so I just think it's just making sure that you've got, you've you've got the, you've got the cake before you put the icing on it. Yeah. Um, if you see what I mean, but you know, Absolutely. cakes aren't very glamorous uniced. <laughs> but but you can't really just have icing, can you? Is that? So, I mean, in
1: America oh, maybe I you know. can. For my twelfth birthday, my mum uh, just got me a bowl of icing instead of a cake. So <laughs> I loved it. Best birthday ever. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winning at life. Yeah,
2: yeah no, I I think that's um, yeah. Ice, icing is much better than cake, really. But uh, no, uh, you've got to have both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sometimes sometimes where but are we think, with
0: marzipan does that uh,
2: is, how does that fit no okay let's yeah not do i don't mind yeah, um yeah. but i i think and, and it is it, it's something that that's become clear really to me in the process of us reading all these scripts uh and actually working james and i working on our own uh sitcom and we've been doing a a little bit on that in the last sort of few days and you know it really to get us a story that is so uh sort of intricate and funny and character driven uh all that stuff and got some great twists in it you know it's Mm. it that that's it it's like you can have shows uh with great characters you can have shows with great jokes and and um that you can have shows that are all story uh that the characters aren't quite quite right um but it's it is very very rare i think to find uh, a writer who can who can marry all of them so well i think john sullivan did it, um, John Finnamore? Does it? God, you have to be called John. That's really <laughs> depressing.
0: Oh. Sorry, Peter. No, not... You're not called John, yeah. nor am I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's all change our names to John. Just find yeah. John
2: Cohen
1: here. Just find, just find a co-writer yeah. who is a John, and I'll be fine. That's the... yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I've got one other. One other sort of proper note, really, because um, we should start to wrap this up. But uh, Dave, do you have one more? Uh, I'm or just several more.
2: You You talk while I'll quickly look through. I don't think I've okay, got so, any more. So but, my other yeah.
0: one is really, it's sort of slightly length related and story related, I guess. But just so when it comes to having another look, it feels to me like um, Mansfield, when he says, now do the dishes, do the damn dishes. Um, that to me feels like the show's basically over um i do love the tagline at the end uh you know ending in the toaster and that's great i wonder if so the the ropes self-destruct sequence and stuff that's a callback really um which doesn't really kind of get you the dividends it's a lovely setup and it's a lovely joke about how it's just like well the night crew will have will have one minute you know, 38 seconds to sort it out. You know, there's a thousand of them. They'll be all right. Um, I think, but it just feels like I'm always conscious when I read a script or watch a show um, or whatever it is, there's a moment where it feels like it's resolved and the show's over and you basically got 30 seconds before you start rolling the credits. It has four more pages. (laughs) Yeah, whereas actually, yeah, you just go, oh, it feels like it. And then you just go, oh, why am I still reading... Perfect again, very nice dialogue. Oh, very good joke. It just feels like, no, not now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it it feels like, you know, I've I've had enough cake and icing now and you're now <laughs> trying to give me more icing. And I really don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um That's that's an excellent one. So I, I think yeah, so I just think once you've you once you've done all the hard work and that main plot has been resolved, you've you've got a bit of time just to just to do a bit of a tag callback this like to give that that feeling of completeness but um i would say not not three not three pages or three or four pages i don't need to Um, spend that time to squeeze
1: as many jokes
0: in as i can yeah yeah i guess also your word count is low because you have almost because it's a radio script you do have almost no stage directions um you just have you know f you know you sort of got effects and it's all done very sparingly so that's so that is uh that is good but uh, yeah i think that's why that's why maybe it feels a bit long
2: i think i i didn't have a, another thought but on the back of uh, what you've just said there james i i, I think the, the the way to resolve that is i would say um just to change the balance really in terms of um the the, the plots i think if uh i think the b plot is Probably about th- two or three pages too long. And it literally, the a- is a B plot. I <laughs> yes. still love that. But, yeah, that, that <laughs> was, that the, was very the, deliberate. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, so that that's a two or three pages too long, and the A plot is two or three pages too short. Yeah. And I, I think you know, once you kind of uh, add th- to the complexities of the A plot as it, as it builds in the in that kind of difficult middle section, which is which is where I think you that that's probably where most of the work comes, and then I think. What comes at the end will come out of that, and you'll see what goes from the B plot, uh, and yeah. and and how much more y- is the the A plot is going to be about the relationships, because that, yeah. that that that's that's really more of it, and I think that that will help you get to that uh, crunch ending point uh, with the thirty seconds to spare that that James talks about there.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's great. So, um, Peter, do you have any questions or other bits that you think, oh, what do I do about this or that? Or-? I, had, uh, I had
1: one question in that I, I, mm-hmm. I, I spent the last week just listening to the last few podcasts again. And there was the one where you were, like, reading through them and you said, now, guys, listen, people who submitted, you've got to do something that's current and topical and, like, in the zeitgeist, and then this one won. And, like, I like my script, I'm not going to lie, but I, I don't understand how those things marry. <laughs>
0: Well, I think it's a good question. Um, I think it's just because it's
1: not me fishing. I'm not being like, "Can you compliment no, me more?" No, I'm just like, I, I, it doesn't make sense to no,
0: me. No, it isn't because because I, I think in a way that probably you've spotted the fact that that's probably the the, the the biggest black mark against the script is the fact that it doesn't it doesn't tick that box. It's just you you've executed everything else so well that it just feels like it kind of doesn't matter. Um, And that would be my other note for the script overall is I think it would be worth figuring out in that central relationship between Sharp and Mansfield in there, you might discover what the show is really about, Um, because uh, I don't think I I think you probably need to know if otherwise the script is just a calling card. And that's fine. But I think for it to be more than a calling card. It just needs to have a little bit of underpinning. Um, is that fair, Dave?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, what what's th- happened with, because we spend a lot of time saying, you know, um, your script, uh, even if your script is brilliant and, people love it and it's fantastic you know you're at least two years away from the thing being made so uh, it, in the normal scheme of things it's like don't don't try to be topical but i think that the, the notes for this and for this kind of bbc competition is you you can you can be as sort of up to the minute uh, as, as possible so you can you can be more topical but i do think yeah that uh, explore that relationship between Mansfield and Sharp, and Mansfield and her grandmother, which is obviously that that there's there's something, there's something there, uh, which just doesn't come up again in the script. But that that feels to me okay. So, you know what 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 why is that? Where is that heading? And what's that about? And is it you know if 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 you could bring something uh to that that, that brings something of, of yourself or you know kind of what what uh you know your your feelings or ideas about relationships or whatever if you can sort of Bring, bring that to that then it becomes it's not just oh it's it's a sitcom set in space it's a oh it, it's a it's a sitcom with this uh sort of slightly strange relationship the, the sort of hero uh hero worship you know what you know uh, be careful what you wish for is, 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 would be is, don't be uh, your kind heroes of, yeah that that that's that kind of thing yes. but then uh, you know, you you probably need to dig a little bit deeper in that to kind of get something that to 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 give it a kind of extra layer. I think.
0: Yeah, I think also the we didn't really have any rules for our competition other than we we will decide which script we think is the best and which we like the most. For example, the BBC Writers Room they are looking for people to develop and they're looking for new voices. Um, and so the sort of script that will grab their attention is maybe different from this kind of scripts. Whereas so I I'm sure if you're submitted with the writers' room, I'm not sure if you're eligible if you both live outside the country and are not from the UK, I d I don't know what the rules are, but um but it may be they'd read this and go, Well, this this guy can write sitcom, but I don't we don't know what there is to work with. I don't know. I'm sure but having said that, I'm sure if you didn't make the short list or the, the long list, that would that would be a bit weird. But having said that, if I was in LA and I was crewing up for a show like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I read this as a sample script, I would just go, we should get this guy to come in <laughs> for a meeting at least because we've already decided what this show's really about. Right. And we already know who all the characters are. And so I think in terms of what you're, you've moved to LA to get work on shows that already exist as well as get your own show. But there's, you know there are 500 scripted shows on TV at the moment. So they're employing three, four, 5,000 people. You wanna be one of those four, 5,000 people. And that will also make it easier to get a show on TV to work your way up through that. So this script will do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think yeah. in a way this is this, this is gonna do really what you need it to do. And I would say that is also a very good approach to have to a script is to write a script that makes you look really good. Um, and if you don't have anything if you don't have any anything that you want to scream out to the universe um and make it a really authored piece then make it proper funny that's sort of based on a a, a genre you know that feels a bit familiar but with some different characters and i mean what's cabin pressure really about i i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pilots. I it's great. it's, like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind, it's dad's army, isn't it? Really? It's the wrong person's in charge. You know, it's captain mannering is in charge and Sergeant Wilson is just too badly behaved and been married too many times and <laughs> clearly done some terrible things. Um, Douglas Richardson, you know, we all know Douglas it should be in charge and everyone mistakes him for the captain all the time. So it's, it's dad's army. That seems to work. Um, i don't I'm not spilling the beans on that format by saying it when i when i when I explained to John Finnemore what Bluestone was about before it came out, he said, "Oh, you mean it's cheers?" <laughs> I was like uh, yes, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was mash, which it kind of is, but it is yeah. also cheers at least I've nicked the two most successful sitcoms <laughs> in history that's that's uh what's not to like um so yeah, so that I think that was our thinking really was that this is. You know there there are lots of different kinds of scripts but i think what you've done here with the execution of everything it just it was just really easy to read it was just like and you're laughing and you just think oh this is yeah this is yeah this, this is going to do extremely well in this competition um so uh so yeah so well done cool thank you Excellent. so much yeah and if that check arrives i can't explain it, it, wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. if that check arrives and it's signed by me it's a forgery <laughs> contact hsbc <laughs> at once cool uh great well uh thanks uh so much for writing the script and sending it to us peter thanks peter um, we wish you all the very best in in la and when you get your own show please send for us <laughs> <laughs> thank
1: yeah. you so much for having
2: me on This has been a real a real treat thank you yeah. no well, worries thank you It's been, it's it's been you great very much. to have you thanks very much
0: thank you thanks very much uh, for listening uh, Peter is obviously, uh, a. Pa- are you a Patreon member? I can't remember. I, I am a Patreon um, member.
1: You're a Patreon, yeah, yeah. yes,
0: because you sent the first 10 pages a year or, a year or two ago. So, um, But if you want to know how you can progress your scripts, there is tons of extra audio on the Patreon uh, site uh, if you join us uh, for as little as a comical dollar a month or something ridiculous. Um, so, uh, And we're doing lots of other things, especially in these strange times that we live in. Um, and so who knows what happens next and when we'll be allowed to leave the house and go blinking out into the sunlight Um but, uh, uh, I'll, but yeah. I'll say
1: that uh, it, was, it was very gratifying for this script to do well because so much of it was written off the back of listening to your podcast Like oh, I, was, I was saying oh, earlier that, well, <laughs> well.
2: thank
1: you. I got I got, <laughs> yeah. I got stuck on the SAM for so long and then it was, it was I remember the specific moment and place and time I was listening to the podcast and you guys were talking about how sitcom needs a character to be trapped I was like oh she's trapped on the ship like done the whole thing yeah. just unfolded from there uh, so yeah very oh, well, very, very, very cool. much uh, your style because it was inspired oh, by you well,
0: well. <laughs> oh well bless you that's very kind <laughs> thank you, you hear that everyone listen i hope you're all getting this uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe we, i owe it all, all to it.
2: sitcom geeks
0: yeah. yes indeed yes that'll yeah. be on all the posters <laughs> great well uh, thanks dave
2: thank you thank you james and thank you for peter from los angeles london and somerset
0: and somerset and crouch end yes Uh, (laughs) thanks for listening and cheerio
2: thank you